Hey, it's good to see you today. My name is Philip Thomas, pastor of Journey here in Elgin, and welcome to our Thursday edition of our Journey Through Scripture as we continue to go through a chronological look of Scripture. Uh, We're in the Sermon on the Mount, so today we will be in Matthew chapter 6, so all of Matthew chapter 6, um, and then Luke chapter 11 and a little bit of 12. So that, that is where we will be uh, today. Um, also, sorry, also Luke chapter 6, a, l- a little bit in Luke chapter 6. Again, these are some of the things that Jesus taught that we see in the dif- different uh, Gospels. Um, sometimes they're placed in, in different uh, chronological uh, order, um, but these are the, uh, some of the main points that obviously Jesus taught throughout his ministry. Um, we're, we're not going to go in depth. Um, That may be something we do down the road. I love the Sermon on the Mount, um, but uh, I just encourage you to read through it um, and really take to heart um, what what Jesus is is asking us. And he's asking us to have a different perspective on things. It's it's moving from just a um, following the rules to a change within us that that leads to a new way of life, to to living differently. So in Matthew chapter 6, it starts off uh, to, to do good. It says, take heed that you do not do your charitable, de- charitable deeds before men to be seen by them. Right? So it's, it's talking about, you know, what's important is not what's on the outside as much as what is first on the inside. That is the first place you need to address. Then the other stuff comes later. Now, does that mean that, that there can't be charity found and done by people um, who are, have not given their life to Christ or are not godly people? No, they certainly can. But being part of the kingdom of God, being a member of the kingdom of God, is looks more at what's going on on the inside, which drives the actions. Um, and so you see that it says, don't, don't do this just for show. It's not just about um, being charitable um, to get credit for being charitable. It's about what's on the inside. Uh, same thing with a prayer. Do not pray um, just to get, gain attention uh, from others. And then this is where, of course, Jesus gives the um, the Lord's Prayer, the model prayer, um, which, again, it's, it, you don't just have to pray that prayer, but it's giving uh, ideas and, and it's giving the general things that we should be praying about. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name that God is creator, that he should be hallowed, that he is holy. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, that we desire to live out the kingdom of God here and now, not just to wait until we die to experience that, but no, we should be living that out now. The the way that we live our lives um, should change today, um, not waiting for some future um, utopia says, give us this day our daily bread, right? that we, re- we rely on God to, to provide our basic needs um, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. And then it follows, for if you forgive me, forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly father will also forgive you. Um, so again, this understanding of, of our fallenness um, and that we return that to others, that we, we understand that others are fallen as well. And so we should extend forgiveness just as God has extended forgiveness to us and recognize that 
we're even though we're part of the kingdom of God, we will still be tempted that we have to resist that temptation. And this is something that happens every day. And our relationship with God is not just a one-time event where we begin to follow him. It, it's the start of a new life, of a new way that we engage the world around us. And it talks about fasting, that you, again, you don't fast just to make a big deal of it, to draw attention. No, a fast is something that you do to draw yourself closer to God, and not, not to show how spiritual you are. It says, laying up your treasures in heaven. Do not um, lay up for yourself treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy, right? but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. What are those important things? It doesn't mean that you can't have some of the things that moth uh, and rust destroy. And that's part of, you know, we, we all have a vehicle, right? Well, we need those things. However, those are not what we should be. Those are not goals. Those are things, not things that we find meaning or purpose in. We need to find meaning and purpose in things that are eternal, not in things um, that will will be swept away and that do not make a difference in the big picture. Um, you continue, it says uh, the, the lamp of the body, it's important. Um, what the eye sees, um, are, we, are we inputting <laughs> the kingdom of God? Right. Um, it doesn't mean that there, you know, we're not going to see evil and ugly stuff in the world around us, uh, but that when we do, we see it from a, a kingdom of God perspective. And so we're able to process it um, and understand it better. But if all we input is darkness, uh, well, then our hearts will become darkened. Um, it says uh, you cannot serve God and money. Right? Again, money is important. You have to have it to function. And you should be wise with it, but it cannot be your God. Um, that, uh, that is one of our biggest idols um, here in our culture um, is making God, is making comfort, um, is making um, our, our wants um, idols. And I encourage you to always be evaluating that in your life. It says, do not worry, which again, Seems like such a ridiculous statement. What do you mean not to worry? There's so much to worry about. Right? But what this is talking about is having a whole different perspective, um, a kingdom of God perspective that we recognize that we do not have to worry, that ultimately God is present. God is with us. He will provide. Um, he may not provide all that we want, um, but he will provide all that we need. Um, and then it gets to the point where, you know, it's in verse 33, but seek his first his kingdom, uh, but the, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for today is its own trouble. It's that, that we you know, recognize that. Now, does this mean that we don't plan for the future? No, that's not it. But it's it's helping us to not be overwhelmed with circumstances that are beyond our control. Um, allow God to give us wisdom to how to handle those things as they will arise. And we can do our best to live uh, in a godly way. So and that would actually help to avoid uh, many of the things that we worry about. Um, but it is so important uh, for us to uh, understand that this is about a different mindset. The kingdom of God, it's about kingdom living. 
viewing the world from a different perspective. Uh, Luke chapter 11 uh, talks about the Lord's Prayer um, in verses 1 through 4. Um, Luke chapter 12, verses 22 through 34, talks about security of not worrying. Um, very, very similar teachings that we see there in Matthew chapter 7, uh, or Matthew chapter 6. And then in Matthew chapter 7, um, kind of starts to, to put into practice, okay, now that we're having a different perspective on things, uh, that we are not worrying, now we, it needs to impact our actions. It needs to impact how we live in the world around us. And so it starts off saying, do not judge that you, uh, that you be not judged. Um, right? Again, this is the judgment of basically condemning others. It doesn't mean that we don't look for what is right and for what is wrong and understand that there are ways that we should live and shouldn't live. Um, but we, we are not the ones that are called to judge other people. Um, God is the one who ultimately uh, judges and convicts and, and holds accountable. That is not uh, for us to do. Um, and so do not judge. Do not be a judgmental person. Um, that, that pushes people away from the kingdom of God. Um, it says the asking and knocking, that we, if we continue to, to seek uh, the kingdom of God, God will open our hearts and open our minds to it. But we have to be willing to knock, right? We have to, we have to be willing to listen to him as he calls us, right? This idea uh, of, of seeking and knocking. Um, you, you have to desire to want to be part of the kingdom of God. Um, you have to hear the words of God and be, begin to imply, uh, apply them in your life. Uh, the narrow way, enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. Um, it, it's important. This is, it is not easy <laughs> to live a kingdom lifestyle. Uh, and many people choose not to. Um, in fact, many people who believe in God or have chosen to and who proclaim a belief in God don't choose to live the life that that requires. And, and we, we need to understand that and be willing to, to take the narrow road as difficult as it may be. So you will know them by their fruits. As you continue there in uh, chapter seven, um, that what's inside of us will ultimately be what bears fruit. Um, and then it's important to look at the fruits of other people because um, there are those who are false prophets. It, uh, it talks about, about that, uh, but that we should be bearing good fruit. Um, it talks about that there there is a separation eventually that God calls those who have entered into the kingdom uh, to be with him. Um, and just because someone says, Lord, Lord, doesn't mean that they are part of the kingdom of God. Um, if they are just doing that for show and have not um, truly given their life over to Christ and strive to, to live a kingdom life, um, then God didn't really know you. Um, again, this shouldn't be something that causes us anxiety and stress. It should just be a an understanding reality of if we uh, claim to want to be part of the kingdom of God, then that requires kingdom living. Um, and then the house built on a rock um, is just a you know, wonderful uh, example um, that 
Uh, the kingdom life is like building a house on the rock. The storms are going to come. They're going to come no matter what. Um, it's a matter of where is your foundation. Uh, the kingdom of God gives us a new perspective of being able to, to handle the storms of life uh, where we will not be swept off. Um, and God wants us to be able to handle the challenges of life, which is why he calls us to this kingdom living. Um, but so many choose the easy way and choose to just put up their houses um, right next to the beach, not on the rock. And so when the storms come, it is so easy for the house to be destroyed. Uh, Luke chapter six also talks about not, not judging. Uh, and a tree is known by its fruit. Talks about building on the, uh, on the rock. Um, so Luke has quite a few of the similar teachings that you will see. And, and again, you will see these teachings uh, throughout uh, the gospels that, that they are very similar. All right, we're going to stop, stop there. Um, I, again, I encourage you to, to read through, really ask God to um, impress upon you the areas in your life that need to be brought into the kingdom. Uh, where we, you need to be living your life um, as part of the kingdom of God. All of us struggle with that, um, but uh, allowing God uh, to continue to correct us and mold us into his image uh, is vital. All right, as we continue on, um, we will be looking at Matthew chapter, some in Matthew chapter 8 and 11, um, and then all of Luke chapter 7, and then some of John chapter 4. So that, that will get us um, on Tuesday, uh, and then we'll kind of have a, another big, big section uh, for next Thursday. But I hope you have a wonderful weekend, and we will see you on Thursday. Have a great day.